0: This past Sunday, 10 backup quarterbacks played in the NFL, meaning they replaced the starting quarterbacks. What in our life needs to be replaced? Or what in our life is actually replacing what's most important? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It Podcast where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truth. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just wanna wanna thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacketed Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson with Luke Heaton. On today's episode, we are unpacking the injuries in the NFL, but specifically to the quarterback position. What's up with this? We got 10 backup quarterbacks playing. How many of them will remain and continue to replace? their starting quarterbacks moving forward. And then we'll talk about the the spiritual ramifications of that in our own lives. And so we'll have some fun there. And we are back after a a week off of doing this show. I hope you enjoyed the Chris Duhan interview. That was a ton of fun and and glad that that we were able to share that with you. Uh, But last week was the eighth annual unpacking it golf tournament presented by strategic planning corporation. And it was fantastic 133 golfers beautiful day in charlotte and we had a blast so very thankful uh, to everyone that was a part of that and great to be back on the show today you if you are watching the show you may see my background and go whoa what happened to all the jerseys we are raffling those jerseys off so you can win those jerseys that are autographed so we're talking luke Keekley, deandre swift Kenneth Walker. Uh, those are a few that uh, that we've got up on the Unpacking It raffle. And so this raffle runs through Friday. The link is in the show notes. And so check that out. Go click on it. And you can buy one raffle ticket for $25, or you can get more uh, for for a better deal if you spend $50 or $100. So uh, we've got other experiences. Uh, we've got this awesome NASCAR package that you can go to the NASCAR race of your choice. So wherever you're listening, uh, you can get some sweet, uh, they're like pit passes, garage passes. So, uh, so a lot of good stuff, some, some neat tickets for Charlotte people as well. So check out the raffle. We really appreciate the support of unpacking it. And uh, this sort of follows up the golf tournament. This is our biggest kind of fundraising time of the year for the ministry so that we can continue to do this show uh, each week. Moving forward, as we celebrate year number 10. We also want to thank our sponsor, Sugar Creek Coffee. They were out at the golf tournament. So shout out to Chris uh, and and bring in the the delicious hot Sugar Creek Coffee. Uh, If you have heard me talk about Sugar Creek Coffee all year long and you have yet to order your bag or bags, now's the time. Visit sugarcreekcoffee.com, use the promo code UNPACK, and you will enjoy their delicious, handcrafted, small-batch, artisan, roasted coffee. And so, uh, man, it's fantastic. Started my day with it today. Got the bag right here. Got the bag. Check it out. Nice and orange and bright. Deliver right to your front door. So order today, sugarcreekcoffee.com. All right, so as sports fans, we know injuries have been taking place all season long in the NFL and now it's finally catching up to the quarterback position. So a couple guys get hurt early, but for the most part it's happened within the last few weeks and then unfortunately everybody's favorite quarterback Kirk Cousins goes down with the dreaded Achilles injury. So Aaron Rodgers to start the season, now Kirk Cousins. It's interesting even with Kirk Cousins being mentioned as a possible, you know, trade target for the Jets, so that's now off the board. So a lot going on. Luke Good to see you, buddy. Let's let's bring you on, jump into this conversation as we uh, as we talk backup quarterbacks today. But the uh, the news of Kirk, kind of a bummer. So that, that that's stole some of the headlines this weekend. You're Vikings. You always like the Vikings.
1: I, I do, yeah. I, I enjoy the Vikings. My mom's from Minnesota. In regards to fandom, they're lower on the totem pole, but they've been kind of my sneaky pick the past, you know, couple of years, but just disappointing. Especially if you watched the quarterback documentary on Netflix. Kirk's just such an easy guy to root for. Loves Jesus. Leads his family well. Hardest worker on the team. Great leader. Mm. Takes care of his body. And for this to happen, oh, just so disappointing. But we know he's going to have a good head on his shoulders and have a positive outlook. Especially because you know has his identity in Christ, but... So disappointing for him to go down. The Vikings are crumbling now. Oh it, it's bad.
0: Man, well, for me, so to start the season, I felt like ah, I think things are gonna unravel for the Vikings. That that was my gut feeling about them. Well, then kind of recently I started coming around. I go, well, maybe not. Because I mean, the, the, the division is sort of wide open with with the Lions and the you know, them beating the Packers on Sunday and coming off a couple nice wins here for the Vikings. So I was starting to change my tune, but now with him going out and he's replaced by a quarterback. I've never heard of Jaron Hall. Do you know him? I I don't know. So he comes in as the backup. There is talk about, you know, do they trade for a a Ryan Tannehill who we'll talk about in a moment as well. Uh, So I don't know. I I just don't understand if the, what without Kirk, Justin Jefferson's banged up. Is, is it really worth, Oh, we're going to try to fight for a playoff spot. And then what? Uh. So, I don't know if that's the answer, but I that know. sort of, to me, if Kirk goes down, that's the end of the season for them.
1: With, yeah. I don't think this is the year you want to give up future assets to try to, to be a wild card team. I don't think anyone thinks the Vikings, they just got to find a way to get into the tournament and they can make a run. Oh, I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so
0: either. So, uh, so he, Kirk goes down then in Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett went down with a rib injury. Uh, We'll see how long he's out. I guess there's a chance he could play, but it seems unlikely. Um, And so Pickett was replaced by Mitch Trubisky, whose struggles he's still, he's just not that guy. It's tough Uh, because the Steelers are good, but with Trubisky, I'm not so sure. Um, And then, you know, you go to Chicago, they've had a backup in there for fields, Cleveland, Deshaun Watson's been out. Um, and then, of course, to start the season, Anthony Richardson out yep. for the year in Indy. So Gardner Minshew. I love Minshew. Uh, but they lost to the Saints on Sunday. And then, of course, Zach Wilson's been filling the giant hole left by Rodgers. And then with the, the the Giants, you had Tyrod Taylor filling in for Daniel Jones. Taylor goes down. And then another guy I've never heard of, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> I mean, I've seen I, – I can't get enough of Danny DeVito all over the, the Jersey True, Mikes.
1: Jersey Mikes, yeah. So I guess this is his, I don't know,
0: grandson or something. I don't know the story there. But all of a sudden, here comes Tommy DeVito, scores a touchdown. Jersey that's, Mikes is fired up about it.
1: Tommy DeVito is the least quarterback name I've ever heard in my life. Tommy DeVito. That, that's oh not a quarterback gosh. name.
0: Oh. Yeah. I I was surprised <laughs> that he was in there. I mean, what, what are we doing? So now we're getting to the third string. And then you got the Arizona Cardinals who I still can't get over like Joshua Dobbs and how that all worked out. And then he's been the starter all year with Kyler out. And I've had the sense about Kyler that the Cardinals really don't want to play him and that he wasn't going to play this year. He still might. I still can't. I don't know what's going on in Arizona, but Kyler still is out. So uh, he's, I guess, trying to get back from injury. The Cardinals are trying to figure out their future, but it seems like they would probably want a top pick to get the next quarterback. So yeah. it's a new head coach. We'll, we'll see. Um, and then to, to continue these these backups that, that have come in, so Taylor Heineke replaced Desmond Ritter. That was debatable. Was Ritter injury? I guess he had a head injury, but he really wasn't playing well. Allegedly. He's the spark guy. <laughs> He's your spark guy. So you bring Heineke yeah. in for that.
1: Uh, yeah, a- allegedly a uh, head injury. So, you know, probably is. But have you, have you said Levis yet? I can't. We haven't gotten to Levis yet. Okay, we'll get to Levis. It feels like half the league is missing their starting quarterback right now. It's it was. Have we seen anything like this before? And yet, some of them are getting wins. It's. I mean, it is a. It's the wild, wild west right now in the quarterback room of the NFL.
0: So Zach Wilson has been okay, winning some games with the Jets. But other than that, most of these backups have struggled. So hey, PJ uh, Walker, baby, don't sleep yeah, on b- yeah, beating the Niners <laughs> two weeks ago. You're right. You're right. Um, And then, so this week, though, the, the, you mentioned Will Levis. So he's kind of the, the, the story of the weekend as far as these backups go, because he comes in to replace Ryan Tannehill. And I guess kind of he jumped over Malik Willis as well. And, and so Tannehill's injured. Well, Levis throws for four touchdowns. So now it's like, okay, maybe we found our guy. But you also kind of want to see him do it again. This was against Atlanta, who's okay. Yep, It was at home in Nashville, so the fans are loving life. Uh, I was texting with my family member who lives there. Um, and so they're fired up. But will he replace Tannehill moving forward? Because did they finally get the opportunity to go, oh, wait, maybe this is a better situation for us. This is a better player. And in some ways, Tyrod Taylor is actually better than Daniel Jones, in my opinion. But... Uh, we'll see if Jones goes back to the to the starting spot when, whenever he gets healthy. So, all of these these backups, they you know replace the starter for the most part. They are inferior players. Uh, you, know, you kind of go across the, the the list, and even though Zach Wilson's won some games, he's clearly inferior to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, and so now the question is, as as these coaches evaluate, you know, kind of what's going on, how long. Are, are we going to replace our starter with an inferior player with the backup? And the other question is, do we need to make a QB change and replace our starter moving forward? Because it is clear now that someone else makes our team better. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of what the Titans situation is. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll see how this plays out, but, but any final thoughts just on the, on the, the,
1: the landscape with the backup quarterbacks right now. Well. The Titans should be happy because the the previous guy they drafted, uh, the reps he's gotten in 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 real game situations, much different <laughs> than Levis's first game. So we shall see. But the Titans should be pretty pleased with that performance yesterday. Levis looked the part.
0: He really did. Yep. It was it, it was it was strong. I mean, a big arm, big plays. It's nice he has DeAndre
1: Hopkins to throw to. So that's a perk. Definitely a perk. Up. But still. That, that was impressive. Yeah,
0: I'm still not. Yeah, I want to see it again before I jump all over the bandwagon. Yeah, there, there were some reasons why he slipped to the second round, but it's kind of nice that he comes in without all the pressure. Like what totally. a sweet spot to start. And, you know, that, that, yeah. now that's nice. That's a, that's hey, a good
1: thing. You didn't, I didn't hear any mention of the uh, the Panthers quarterback room. Backup starter situation there. Andy Dalton, baby, come on! <laughs> no, Bryce Young got his first win,
0: so we're loving life here in Charlotte.
1: Shocking! Turn the corner based on, on the how the corner. season was going, that Bryce Young would beat <laughs> CJ Stroud. Uh, yeah, pretty I, big I, win. I, I,
0: I didn't expect that to happen, but that was impressive. So I'll give him some love. Uh, again, I, I want to see it, see some more. See, yeah, I got to see some more scoring too. It was a low scoring game. Field goal to win. So yeah. let's uh, before we 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 go nuts about it. But anyway, the the the, the point is today. Yeah, these 10 teams, a backup comes in to replace the starter. And what I want to unpack today is this concept of replacing. And a couple different ways that that we'll, we'll discuss this. And the first thing is to consider what mindsets and behaviors do we need to replace? In what ways are we thinking? You know negatively and, and and even the you know the emotions that that we're experiencing that need to be replaced and and then when we look at our our lives and if if we you know hopefully our our followers of Jesus that God is our our number one priority that that we are seeking him first we're seeking him uh, above all else and the question though that we have to wrestle with is are we replacing him or our love for him with other things are are other things starting to kind of come off the bench and 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 take that starting role in our lives so to speak that 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 there are things replacing the time effort thought love passion that we have for the lord and so those two things i want us to consider in our own lives and and, and just sort of wrestle with and you know what is the starter? Is the starter in our lives, work, money, success, busyness? And have they, they taken over as our primary focus? And, and you know, going back to these backup quarterbacks, those things are inferior. So, so is our life, man, we're trying, to, we're trying to win in life with a backup quarterback. And, and maybe temporarily, maybe you can win a game here or there. You get some temporary satisfaction from some of these things. But ultimately, that's not where true life is found. That's not where victory is found. That's not where you know, the winning life in Christ is found. And, and so who's our starter? Who, who's, who's starting? Who's taking, who's taking all, all, the, all the reps in our lives? And so uh, let's look to Matthew six twenty four. Jesus says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, which in the amplified version, money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever is valued more than God. And so again, who's the starter? Who's the starter in our lives? So Luke, why don't you jump in?
1: Yeah, love, uh, <laughs> love this topic because it is extremely uh, relatable no matter who's listening because I think as, as a follower of Jesus, it is very important to consider who are we really serving in life? Is it just lip service we're giving to God, but functionally we're serving mammon? Functionally we're serving other things? Often it's yes, and part of sanctification is continuing to be conformed into the image of Christ, and who we're serving is God more and more and more. But I think it's really important to, you know, this, this Matthew verse is true. And I think the historical context of this, like, we're not talking about working two jobs here. Hmm. Like, it, in the context in which this was written, like, a, a slave was only going to serve one man. There was no option to have multiple masters to serve like in that in that society like a master demands 100% loyalty from their servant that is the expectation and we see the the, the similar analogy of now we are we are a, of god we are to serve him and be 100% loyalty to him there is no option to go 80% god 20% world mm. that's not what we're called to we are called to die if we are united to Christ, we are united to Him, not just in His resurrection. Yes, I'm so glad I'm going, to be, I'm going to have resurrection, I'll be with God forever. Well, what's another aspect of that? Is dying with Christ. And when we die with Christ, we're raised to new life with Him. So we ought to be fully united to Him. So it's important to realize this verse, it's a high call to be a follower of Jesus. It's, it's not a little bit of God, a little bit of world and we're going to be imperfect in that and the holy spirit makes us more and more like christ but overall the call is dying to yourself and being 100% loyal to god because there is no option to serve two masters it's impossible you end up only really serving one mm.
0: and and so yeah there can only be you know one starting quarterback and and so you you want the best quarterback out there and so that's the that's the message today is we got to stop you know, now I understand in the NFL, some of these teams are forced to, to play their backup. I get that, injuries-wise. But for us, we're not forced to play the, the inferior things in life or, 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 or emphasize and, and prioritize the inferior things in life. No, we're allowing those things to become the starter and to take priority. These things are not as great as God, yet we sort of buy the lie or we convince ourselves or we get sucked in here or there, and it's like, well, no, no, work and money and busyness and this and that, pleasure. You know, these things start start taking over. They start taking over what we think about, what we do, what we approach, what we uh, pursue, yeah. and and so we have to be aware of anything that is replacing God as what we value the most, what we love the most, what we're passionate about the most,
1: and. I think it's important to realize, like we may say again, "Oh, we love God absolutely," but which quarterback in our life is getting the first team reps? Because teams right. may say they like a quarterback, <laughs> but are they only getting a couple first team reps in practice. Like, like, which quarterback is in our in our daily lives is getting the first team reps? Yep. Who Who are we functionally serving? And an easy way to do that is, where does our time and money go to? Hmm. Easy, practical way to. Who am I really serving in life? Am I really serving God like I say I want to? Where is my time and money going? And you mentioned busyness earlier. This is just a, another thing I want to hit on. Our culture has an obsession with busyness. Being busy is almost equal to success. I got a recent sermon. A, a, a guest pastor came and spoke at our church recently and talking about idols in our culture. And he was saying that, how many conversations do you have every week? Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, busy. 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 It's like, why is that required? It's almost a busy equals success. If you're not busy, wait, what's wrong with you? You're not busy? There's a, another pastor I know at his church, one of their values at their church is called missional margin. Hmm. They, they, how this pastor and the other team of elders is discipling the people in the congregation is to... Create missional margin in your life. Busyness is not success. Simplify, do a few things really well. Don't fill out your calendar. And as the as the church, they're not filling out their calendar with so many ministry events, conferences and everything because we wanna have missional margin. Busyness does not equal success, but that's a quarterback in our life that gets a lot of first team reps, especially this time of year. That's right. We were in October. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, coming up on Christmas. Filling out our calendars is culturally success in our mm. in our minds, but gosh, it it really isn't.
0: And so then, what ends up happening? The busyness replaces our our time with the Lord, our stillness, our quietness with, with the Lord. The margin that you talk about, that margin gets replaced. Yes, by busyness, by everything else. And, and so, uh, so it, along those lines, too, as we think about, OK, what is being replaced in, in life and then also what needs to be replaced? And so as we follow Jesus and, and continue to grow in our faith, we, we have to be aware of, of whether or not we're replacing joy, peace, hope and faith with worry, fear, stress and anxiousness. So, so we want to make sure that the, the, the right thing is, is the starter. And, and so, of course, that's joy, peace, hope, faith. Um, and so we've got to replace all that other stuff, the worry, the fear, the stress, the anxiousness. And, and so we, we can't al- allow the negativity to come in you know, and lead our thoughts and emotions. We got to leave that on the bench. We got to leave those things on the bench. The worry needs to stay on the bench. But that means we have to keep God as the starter. As first priority, and then the the outcome of that, the result, the fruit is peace and joy and love and patience and kindness and gentleness and self control and and so the other thing is we don't want to fill our our minds and hearts with sinful things now, in some ways, you know, worry and anxiousness are are sinful yes, but but even even more evil things, right, and so we have to be aware of those things um and so we have to permanently hand over the reins to the one who makes us clearly better. And so yeah. some of these NFL teams are figuring out, maybe our backup is better. Will Levis may be better than Ryan Tannehill's. So we're going to hand over the reins. And so in, in our lives, th- this pursuit of sinfulness, this pursuit of of pleasure and selfishness and, and pride and all that, well, that's not what's best. And so we got to hand over the reins to to the one who is better, who's going to lead us toward the full life in him. The, the, the way we were designed to enjoy life in him, with him. Um, and so what are we filling our minds with? And, and, and we need to replace those sinful thoughts with what is true, what is right, what is honorable. And, and so Romans 8, 5 through 6 says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. And so we need to replace the you know the the lust, the impurity, the earthly pursuits and, and pride with obedience, holiness, faithfulness, and, and perseverance, enduring in the faith. So so that's what has to be repl- we have to replace all that other stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I think the way to do that is, underneath all of that, is replacing the identity that we often live in. Mm. Because we're yeah. not just replacing lust with faithfulness, mm. and that's the end goal. Because then that can that can quickly become operating my own strength, I'm trying to perform for God. No, we want to put the perform for God identity and mindset on the bench. That's not the better quarterback we have. The better quarterback we have to to start is being united to Christ. Who does God say I am? I'm a son of God if I have placed my faith in Jesus and repented of my sin. I am a son of God now. Therefore, how do I live? Well, I live by the power of the Holy Spirit. What does that look like? Fruits of the Spirit, faithfulness, obedience. So we're not replacing things like lust with faithfulness, just in that in itself but what identity what mindset do we need to put on the bench and bring in a new starter and that's you know coming to christ 101 is we're, we're born enemies of god and then god saves us now we're friends with god we're sons of god daughters of god we have a whole new identity whole new mindset our, our sinful nature has been put on the bench it's been paid for now we have a new nature. We're born again, a whole new way of playing. That's right. Think, uh, like you, uh, a team now with uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, bottom feeder team. But they draft a number one overall. Now they win a playoff game last year. There's a whole new way of playing now. The team has more opportunities to get better because they have a new quarterback in the room. Same for us, born enemies of God. Now we're friends with God because of his faithfulness to us in Christ. Now we have a whole new way of living because we've benched the old way. Mm. Amen. Amen. So that leads
0: to Colossians 3, 5. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. And and then... uh I guess this was actually the one I wanted to follow up with what you were just saying, but that, go, that fits as well. Uh, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So Ephesians 4, 20 through, 22 through 24. Um, so both of those things, yeah, fall in line with, with, with what you're talking about and our, our new identity and in our, in our new life. Uh, in Christ, so uh, so that, that's good stuff. Um, I did want to go back just to, just for clarity's sake. Uh, I think it's interesting to think about. Okay, is is worry or fear or anxiousness sin? And I don't know your thoughts on this, but that's almost a topic for another day. But uh, I just I didn't want to flippantly say that. I, it, it it's not necessarily it's not explicitly sin to worry, even though Jesus says don't, don't worry. Um, so we're kind of going against that, but, it, but it's, a. I was just kind of looking it up a little bit, but the, it's a lack of trust. It's a lack of faith. Um, and ultimately yeah. it leads, usually leads to sin. But, but my point today was what is our mind filled with and, and how much, you know, sinful thoughts and desire to do sin, to, to, uh, engage in sin. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that we have to replace, we have to replace with this new identity and replace yeah. with a hunger and desire to obey mm-hmm. and to follow God's word. And part of that is not worrying, not fearing, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I think, I think Scripture is clear. Anything not of faith is sin. So if you know we're worried, anxious, it's probably likely to be a, a element of lack of faithfulness, trusting God's sovereignty, certain areas. Obviously fear in regards to fearing the Lord. We want to That's fear right. the Lord? Have a healthy reverence for Him. Certainly, um, yeah. When anxiousness becomes sin, that that may be a difficult conversation to have. But I think overall, you know, anything not of faith is sin. Uh, we're
0: leaning into our sinful nature versus yeah, yielding to totally. the spirit, and yeah. So, um, so anyway, so yeah, yeah. Just we have to continue to replace our thoughts, replace our attitudes, replace our you know, behavior mindsets. And, and that process is done through our dependence on Christ, our faith in him, our reliance on him and, and the Holy spirit working, working within us. Um, and so what, what's, what's our priority? You know, it goes back to that. What, what, what's first in our lives and, and who's, who's starting, who's starting in our lives. Um, and, 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 what are we allowing to replace God?
1: Mm-hmm. Is
0: it, is it pleasure? Is it money? Is it, is it work busyness? Um, what's kind of the, 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 starter in our lives. So we'll yep. we go back to that question for us to, uh, to reflect on individually and, and personally today. Um, and, and ultimately we want the best starter that the Lord of our life is the, 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 the creator, the God of the universe and, and, and Jesus his son that's who that's who we we follow that's that's the that's the Lord of our lives and so mm-hmm. do we declare that with our our mouth and then live that out day in day out um and continuing to yep. to keep him as our starter
1: and the key is not just who are we benching who do you need to bench who do we need to bench but we better have a good starter to bring in. Like we don't want to be like the Broncos a few years ago, where they had a receiver playing quarterback, because they oh, they had to they had Hinton to keep bringing in like like if you when we bench things, sin in our own life, and we're not replacing it with God's word, right. time with God's people, relationship, fellowship with God. Another sin is going to come in and replace that. Mm. Same thing. Like, and if you bench a quarterback in the NFL, you better have a good starter to come back in to, to replace him. We're right. just going to have to keep putting in guys that really can't play the position. So you better have a plan. So in our own lives, like what sin needs to be benched, what mindsets, but how are you replacing it with fellowship with God or else? Uh, another, Accountability. Uh, and yeah, totally. scripture. <clears throat> another bad quarterbacks can come in and replace it if you don't.
0: And this is, this is another message for another day, which is a good topic, but re- ultimately we got to bench ourselves. It's about benching ourselves. We, we gotta we gotta stay on the bench and and continue yep. to, uh, to to trust God as the as the starter. And this even goes back to a devotional from last week that you can read as well. compliments this pretty well. Uh, making a play call uh, uh, who's calling the plays in life? Mm-hmm. And so the Panthers just switched offensive coordinators. They won their first game with their back with their uh, new uh, play caller. And, and so same thing for us, who's calling the plays? Um, so another way to look at this, this topic, but, uh, I hope this is encouraging to, to you. Um, let's get the best, let's get the best starter out there. That's what we want. None of these backups. we we, we, got to forget the backups in the NFL and forget the backups in life. All those things are inferior. All these things we're chasing or trying to put out there as the, as the main thing we're we're trying to start our day with this stuff. Come on. It's inferior. Yeah. I can get a win every once in a while, but it's not sustainable. You're you're not going to. You're not going to continue down uh, the, best, the best life that God has for us uh, with all these backups. So there you go. For Luke, I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. and We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.